welcome to another episode of Beyond the Game, the podcast. Today, we're talking to a very special young man. I've known him since he was little, hanging out with my little brother, Samori, rapping together in their rooms. I've had the pleasure of watching him star at every level of football he's played, from the Burlington Stampeders, the Holy Trinity Titans, Edgewood Academy, then Ohio University. And in just this year's CFL draft, the BC Lions took him in the second round, number 15 overall. He is a great football player, a great athlete, but most importantly, a great young man with incredible character. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Mr. Nathan Rourke. Nathan, how are you doing, bro? I'm doing well. Thanks for that, that intro. You brought up some things that I don't know if anyone, a lot of people know about me, and I like to keep <laughs> Hey, you know <laughs> what? Everyone needs to know Nathan can rap. Nathan has bars. And if, oh, if ever, yo, training camp, training camp's coming. I hope they know you can rap. So just be, I hope be, they be don't, prepare for honestly. that. <laughs> honestly, I've heard some things about the, what they do. They ask for kids to do and sing and everything. And that's, that's been keeping me up a little bit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Did you not have to do that at Ohio? You didn't have to sing uh, in training camp? Yeah, you had to sing the, the fight song. But like, oh, no one oh, expects really? you to like do like your own song. Like I saw a tweet and I saved it because I don't want to forget that they make, <laughs> they make the rookies they make the rookies sing during training camp and they had to pick a song and stuff like that. So I don't know. It's either like I I'm just kind of not looking forward to whatever they ask me to do, whatever they do. I know that there's something that they're gonna make us to do and make us have to do. So. Man, Might as well just do it and get over with. But holy exactly, moly. exactly. I, I, as uh, you know, you're prepared. I remember going to my first year at, at University of Toronto, not knowing anything about training camp, and they're asking us to sing. I was like, um, cool. So I'm gonna hang out with the vets and not say a word. They, so they didn't call me out, thankfully. But wow. some some of my friends had to sing, and it was it was harsh. It was really harsh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, I know. It's oh man, no, I. I I, I, what they said in the tweet that one of the guys that replied to it says, sing a worship song, sing something like that, because they can't boo Jesus. So, <laughs> <laughs> they, they can't so, boo Jesus, you know? So, you yeah, know what? So, You're absolutely right. <laughs> so I was thinking maybe going down that avenue because that wouldn't be too hard, but because uh, I understand that logic. That's know? awesome. That's so funny. <laughs> oh, dude, that, that's hilarious. Man, I, I'm so excited for you. I, watched you very closely for a long time and to see where you are now it's it's such it, it, it gives me such pride you know same high school same town knowing you for such a long time like it's 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 so awesome we're so proud of you man how are you doing how are you doing throughout this whole COVID-19 situation like how are you how how's the family how how are you feeling as like individually yeah, I'm doing well. I mean, obviously, the biggest thing, um, well, going into this kind of season of my life, there was so much uncertainty anyways, with uh, mm -hmm. not knowing where I'd be going to play and, um, you know, having the confidence that we would play, we just didn't know where and, and what, what country. And um, then this COVID-19 has kind of added another layer of uncertainty for us. So I'm really just fortunate to be able to be back home with my family throughout this whole time. Uh, for a little bit, we didn't think that that was going to happen. Um, and so throughout the NFL draft process and on the CFL draft, I was able to be there for uh, a longer time than I initially thought. Because if things were going according to plan, uh, I would be somewhere else right now. But the extra mm -hmm. time with family has been awesome and it's been much needed. And so everyone's doing well. And uh, we're just patiently waiting for this thing to kind of uh, run its course. Yeah, that's that's beautiful, man. I, I'm definitely sure they're, they're happy to have you home. Uh, well, is, is, is Curtis home with you as well? Yeah, 
Yeah. 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 That, that's awesome. Little brother stepping into your into your shoes and gonna make his own yeah. path that at Ohio. Man, I'm I'm excited for that for that whole thing to unravel as well. It's gonna be yeah. Me too. Me too. Yeah. yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. He's uh he he just has he's coming off shoulder surgery. Um, mm-hmm. so he had on his, uh, on his non-throwing shoulder and he had it, uh, I think in December or late last year and he's uh, about a couple of weeks out from being fully cleared. So I think he's pretty benefiting from the extra time off. Um, but he should be ready to go come, uh, come the fall and whenever they start, decide to start going again. And, uh, and we're excited to see what's going to happen for the next four years, which is a lot of time it seems, but yeah, he's got a lot of time to be, to, to cement his own legacy for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, we'll definitely be praying for his his shoulder and that he recovers quickly and that he's ready to go as soon as things get back to get back to normal. Normal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So so can you give the audience a little bit about yourself? Tell us tell us a little bit about you, your upbringing, where you went to school, yada yada yada. I know we touched on Oakville, touched on Ohio, touched on mm-hmm. you know high school a little bit. Can you kind of give us a little background to you? Yeah, so I um, I grew up in Oakville, Ontario. Um, I went to um, I went to high school in uh, in Holy Trinity in Oakville, which is I went. So I don't know for people who know, I don't know how much they know about you, but uh, I know I'm the same age as your younger brother, yeah, uh, Samori. And uh, so we grew up together. We were friends all the way throughout, and we went to high school together. Um, and after my junior year or my grade eleven year, I went down to the states to try to get a division one scholarship and try to try to have more exposure with that. Uh, I'd always wanted to play football and always wanted to play in the NFL. It's always been a goal of mine and still is. And I thought the best way to do that, the best way to get exposure would be to go down to the States and an opportunity came up in Alabama. And so I did that for my senior year. I lived there for about uh, just over a year. And then after that, after no division one college offers came, I went to junior college in Kansas uh, for about six months. And then after that, I transferred to Ohio, which I was there for three and a half years, played three seasons, uh, and, and yeah, finished a, a pretty cool career there. Um, and we were, you know, three-time consecutive bowl champions and, and, uh, and uh, just made some really cool uh, friends and relationships there and, and uh, knew some really good people there. So, and then now heading to my next stop, hopefully whenever this thing ends, to, uh, to, be, to be a BC Lion. So that it's a lot of exciting things, but we're just kind of like, I just want to kind of get going with everything else that's going on. Yeah, I, could, I can definitely imagine. Uh, yeah, so I'm just trying to get started and stuff. So, but I mean, it is what it is. Patience, right? Patience, man. Patience is definitely a virtue. But honestly, it's, 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 it's really cool seeing that journey. And I know not a lot of athletes have the opportunity to go down to the States to play. Making that decision to jump from Oakville, a small town in Oakville, to go down to the States to go to, to finish off high school there, and then subsequently go to, to junior college and then go to university there. How was is, how is that decision-making process? What went into it? How supportive was your, was your family in all, in all this? Yeah, um, well, first of all, they were completely supportive. They were, um, I could not have made the move to transition. It wasn't really me. It was all of us. We kind of all went mm-hmm. down together. Um, that's just kind of the a dynamic that we have within our family, but also goes a testament to the kind of people they are as well to kind of put their lives on hold to kind of um, go in and, you know, kind of go all in with what I wanted to do and my dream and what was best for me. So uh, I'm very, very grateful for that. But um, no, yeah, we, after uh, the junior, my junior year, my grade 11 year, we had just won an awesome bowl. We had won our Halton championship and uh, we'd kind of really well, really special team. One of my favorite years. 
And, um, and after that, we kind of felt like maybe there was something else. We didn't, we felt like I could probably, I probably accomplished everything I could have at the Holy, at Holy Trinity in Canada. And so, um, and so we were kind of looking for that next step. And obviously we were still not getting the exposure we thought we could. So there was a lot of things that went into it. We kind of looked at different things, different situations, prep schools, all that different deal. And, um, it was kind of one of those things that we can't really explain. They're kind of just something kind of came out of the blue and, and it was kind of one of those things where we're like, no, this doesn't make a lot of sense, but let's go and see where, what happens and what comes from it. Um, the, the school Edgewood Academy in Alabama, they're, they just graduated their quarterback and the next guy up was going to be a freshman. So it was going to be a time where he could have, you know, if there was one year disparity or something else that worked out, the timing was just perfect for that situation. And so mm-hmm. obviously looking back, you say, Hey, wow, that was God working his, you know, his ways and stuff like that. And he had that all worked out, but at the time it was a really cool and, and, and neat situation to get into. But um, yeah, so I was down there for a year, I was out and then the next guy came in. And so it was, um, uh, it was an interesting situation, but yeah, we looked at a whole bunch of different things before or prior to getting into that. But a lot of things went into it. And then obviously my parents had to come down and live with me for me to be eligible. So there was a, mm-hmm. a whole nother, another debacle um, with that. So, yeah, man, it's, it's so, it's so crazy to think that you're, you, you have actually, you know, it's not crazy to think that you have support of your family. Cause I, I know your family, your family, you have such incre- incredible parents. Uh, everyone's so supportive. Everyone's so loving and, and, to see to see that jump to see them go with you to the states and live there for the year and in, in a bit to allow you to live out to live out your dream or to start chasing your dream it's it's, it's absolutely incredible um i know for a for a quarterback from canada it's mm-hmm. very hard to get exposure in the states because you know and we, we all know the states has 10 times the population of canada uh and at least now, at least now, a lot more Canadians are going down to the states and competing, and the the level of competition is is I guess in as an outsider, as a person who who is watching, uh, we can see that the the level of competition is is equaling out a little bit. How how would you bit, how yeah. would you how would you say that? How would you feel, say the level of competition is? I think it's rising. I think it's improving. I think that um, yeah, even since I was trying to get recruited, I think that in the last couple of years it's improved, and I think that it just mm-hmm. goes to show. Uh, I think you can see that you can see that it's improving by the amount of coaches that are recruiting Canada and that kids are coming from Canada. They don't have to do what I did and go down to the States. Like Mm -hmm. even Curtis, my younger brother got recruited right from Canada. He didn't have to go anywhere. Um, And so um, I think there's the more that we see that, the more that we see uh, the improvement or we can just uh, attribute that to the improvement of, of the quality of football players and, I think that's awesome. I think that we, you will see, you'll continue to see people go down to the States to get the exposure because, you know, in hindsight, I think that's the best way to do it, especially for a quarterback. I think you got to go down there early and you got to prove to them that you can be an American uh, quarterback because the game is different. Now there's other yeah. positions doesn't matter as much, but um, I think that I, it's awesome to me. And then I think we had, I, we had, you know, three, had two or three Canadians that were drafted this past year, Chase Claypool and Neville Gladmore yeah. and, and then Chuba will be drafted next year and Chuba mm-hmm. Hubbard and, um, that, that those, to me, those three who were able to break into, you know, major football programs, uh, is, is pretty crazy. And I think we will just continue to see that every single year. I got lucky. I, I was lucky to win the, the, the John Cornish trophy two years in a row, but I did it mm-hmm. in its infancy. And I think that the, the level of, uh, you know, not to knock anybody who was in the running for it before, but I think it will continue to improve the level of talent and the level of high profile athletes. 
uh, like Chuba and, and like Chase and like Neville. And so, um, yeah, it's, it's cool. It's exciting for me to be a part of it, to kind of see, to, you know, to kind of see that. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it's awesome. I can't wait to see where it's, it's going to go. Yeah, you you briefly touched on uh, touched upon the, the the Canadian quarterback discussion that that has been discussion for a very long time, and me being being a huge CFL advocate, like I love the CFL, I love Canadian quarterbacks. I don't feel they get love in the CFL. I don't feel they get love in football. Period. Outside of university, and to to see to see where quarterbacks are going now, to see you go, to see your brother coming up next, to see a lot of guys. Who are who are doing what people think is next to impossible is really inspiring, and um, and I definitely I definitely see a lot I, see, I definitely see a lot of potential, a lot of brightness in the future for Canadian quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I do too. And uh, you know, someone like uh, you know last year with Michael O'Connor being drafted to the Argos, yeah. I think that, that that's that's you know that's awesome as well. Yeah, I think it's just one of those things that um, you know for me it would be another just thing that. Uh, another thing that I'll have to get over, you know what I mean? There's just a lot, there's been a lot of barriers and stuff like that. And I don't know. I, I'd, uh, it's just, a, I hope it doesn't turn into some unnecessary pressure, but um, I'm, I'm excited for the challenge of that. Yeah. I just, yeah. It's the Canadian league and you'd love to see the most, you know, one of the most important positions to be uh, represented by a Canadian. Absolutely. Absolutely. Have you been in contact with, with anybody in the league so far? Uh, Brandon Bridge, any of the other Canadians? Yeah, well, I've touched base with uh, with Brandon a couple of times just throughout my time here, and when he was playing as well, because he, you know, obviously he's been such a big advocate for Canadian mm -hmm. quarterbacks, and he's done a lot of things, and now he's not playing. Um, but um, and I don't know exactly, I don't know all the details about that, but uh, I know that he has had a big role in that, and so I've reached out to him a couple of times just to kind of thank him and so, show my appreciation because, um, you know, through the efforts of those people and people like him, um, you know, you you kind of that's that's why we're able to do what we do like the fact that canadians you know the starting canadian you know quarterback is going to be counted as canadians towards the ratio like that's mm -hmm. huge um and i think it's a, a big reason why i was able to go you know pick 15 and i think without that i don't think i don't i don't think i go as high and so um that's he's the thing for that and bc is a great situation i have reached i have heard from you know bc players when i was drafted i've been talking to uh mike riley a, a good amount in terms of awesome just kind of getting to know the offense and stuff like that so he's been really awesome about that i know i'm going into a good situation there and kind of learning from him as well so but it's just one of those things with covid you just kind of <laughs> you know we'd be doing a lot more right now obviously yeah we can't start it would have started last week or something exactly something yeah yeah so uh, we're not as close to where we want to be in terms of talking mm -hmm. to people and stuff like that and doing yeah. zoom and meetings and all that stuff but uh we're making the most of it i think yeah man that's that that's awesome I, i'm pretty sure that that brandon bridge is now a police officer i'm pretty sure i saw that on on social media somewhere but you I know he well. he did he did some great things to to break the mold as as a comedian quarterback and honestly at the end of the day you're playing football you're playing a game you played for countless of years you're playing a game that you know and just just a step into that level you you know you can compete now it's going in it's learning the system it's finding your time it's it's doing what you've always done and mm -hmm. taking that next step to to just be great you know and so mm -hmm. and having having someone in your camp like mike like mike riley who has done incredible things in the cfl and mm -hmm. having him support you and having him teach you is i think is going to be an incredible asset to your development yeah, absolutely. Like I, I got a call from him the day after I got drafted, and from that conversation, I knew that I was in a good situation. Like we had gone into the draft saying, like this was 
we get taken by VC, uh, you know, that's a good situation for us. That's a really good situation. Um, and you know, obviously, you know, it's better than a lot of the ones in the league. And, and when they picked it, we were very excited about it. But when I called, when he called me the next day, you know, um, I don't know how, like, I just kind of put myself in issues. They just picked, uh, uh, you know, I've been, I've been the starter. I just signed a huge deal. And then they just signed, they just, you know, draft a Canadian quarterback, not just a quarterback, a Canadian quarterback. And, um, and, but he just was so cool about it. And he's been teaching me some really base stuff that I'm sure that is really, um, mundane and boring for him, uh, for him to talk about because he knows it like the back of his hand. But, um, but the way that he's been kind of breaking everything down for me has been really cool. And it's a really good, uh, kind of a glimpse of his character. And, but he's also a really fun guy as well. So yeah. I know that we're going to have a good time and whenever, whenever we get together, at, you know, in the quarterback room, because that, that, that dynamic is really important. And um, Absolutely. I haven't been, I haven't been in the backup role too long, but I know that, um, I know that it's an important one and it's important to have mm-hmm. support from the rest of your room. And um, I'm fully prepared to be able to be that guy for Mike. Absolutely. It really, it really goes to show the, the team attitude that he has, that the people have, right. When they, when they want to mm-hmm. bring up, when they want to bring up that, that backup to a level where they feel that if the backup goes in there, there's no drop off that there's, they're ready to right. go in. They're confident. They understand the offense. They understand everything that they need to do. And so having him teach you really, again, like I said, goes to show his, his team attitude. And I think that's, I think going to be an incredible, incredible experience for you. I'm, I'm so excited for you guys. Yeah, I'm really excited too. I'm really excited. Yeah. Okay. So can you, can you tell us a little bit about how your, what your life looks at, looks like now? Um, I know it's a little difficult because we can't really, we can't really be, you know, training the same way we'd be training. We can't really be meeting people the same way we'd be meeting. Like how are you coping? How are you dealing with uh, your off time? Yeah, well, it, right now we're trying to just stay in shape, honestly, because um, uh, there's a lot of things that are still uncertain in terms of when training camp could start, um, and uh, looking forward to when that is, but we don't really know. And um, so, uh, trying to stay in shape, trying to throw as much as I can, and um, and then just trying to take care of myself with the uh, with the food and and not overeat, and because I'm getting mom cooking some good food and stuff like that, so uh, which is uh, which is awesome. And, uh, but yeah, just trying to you have to get creative with your workouts, you know, with a lot of body yeah. weight stuff, we have a little bit of a setup in our basement, but, uh, it's nothing close to, you know, uh, you know, a real workout facility. And so you have to be creative and, uh, you have to, uh, I think you have to, it's good. I think it's good. I think it's going to, out of this, I think a lot of athletes are going to understand how to be more, they're going to be more, more motivated to move to work on their, on their own. And, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to have to, you're going to see the people who really care about it because they don't have a trainer or they don't have a you know, a gym to go to where they can be pushed by people around them. It's all really on you. And uh, but I think it's, it's, it's going to be good to see who's those, who's people who really care about what they do. Uh, yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I think especially at the college level, maybe not at the professional level, but at the college level, I think he goes and sees his teammates. You can see the ones who haven't done anything or ones that have worked really hard are the ones who just sat in their butt, you know, the entire, <laughs> the yeah. entire uh, extended off season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely going to show the separation of players. Um, I know uh, someone you know as well, Duncan Cross. Uh, yeah. I talk to him very regularly. He's played for the Toronto Argonauts, and he has built himself essentially a squat rack. He went to Home Depot. He got he got wood planks, and he built himself a squat rack. And he's 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 in his his room, just squatting away, just getting ready and just using everything he can just to stay in shape and 
he's he's gonna be ready. And I think that's that shows the separation from from the good athletes to the great athletes. People who are yeah. willing to go that extra mile and do what they can to be ready, you know, and I know that's something yeah. that you're that you're also also doing with your workouts at home. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. It's really gonna be cool to see what people do and how they're keeping themselves in shape and ready to go. Yeah, definitely don't have that kind of handyman uh, <laughs> aspect to me that uh, that Declan has. I don't know if I could do that, but uh, that, that's cool. I think that really shows initiative. And yeah, I mean Declan's a a great player for the re- for that reason uh, right there. Yeah. Can you, can you talk about some of the skills that you developed either in high school or or at your JUCO or or at Ohio that you think will help you get ready for the next level? Uh, well, one of the one of the things just being able to be in so many different situations with so many different teams and in some situations having to lead and kind of be one of the main leaders on a team very quickly. I had to be in that situation at junior college and then at Edgewood the year before uh, where I had to, I went in and I was a senior at, at Edgewood and, and I was, you know, I was going to be the quarterback and I had to go and lead these guys who had known each other, some of them their entire lives. That was a unique situation where I had to, you know, when I was with the Holy Trinity, I, you know, I knew the guys, I went to school with them all the time. And um, I was going, suddenly that was a new guy who was taking over the job. And, and um, I think that I had to learn how to become a leader. I had to learn how to communicate, how to develop relationships rather quickly. Um, I think if you first do that by working your butt off and having people see that um, and see that you're about the right things and not, you know, uh, running your mouth and whatnot. Um, but um, I think I did that. And, and then you're able to develop, you kind of just say, hey, this is the example. This is how, how I work and this is what I expect from everyone else. And then going able to, you know, lead and be able to speak up a little bit and earn your voice a little bit uh, through the game and through performing well. But, um, you yeah, know, that was something that I learned at Edgewood that I had to apply immediately at junior college when you have all these different individuals coming from all these different spots who have had this, have they, some of them have a rap sheet and some of them have academic problems and that all, some of them are under recruited like myself and everyone's got a chip on their shoulder and you now have, you know, and they're all trying to get film from themselves because that's how JUCO works and you're just trying to have an individual accomplishments to get out mm-hmm. and go to somewhere else. Um, how to, how to lead a team like that and do it in a very quick amount of time and, so those two experiences were very unique because I was able to learn from that. So when I got to Ohio, I, I obviously I put my head down and I worked a lot, a lot harder than I than I had to because I was there for a longer period of time before I actually had to compete. But you learn how, you learn those skills. Those skills come back and you go, okay, this is how I interact with people. This is how I earn their respect. This is how I do those mm-hmm. things. And those are the things that I'm really, I think are, we're going to be really valuable moving forward to the pro level is going to a new team and um being the new guy and being a guy that there might be some hype or there might be some expectations towards um there certainly was at, at edgewood uh we went into that year they had the long the nation's longest winning streak and they had won I don't know, wow. three or four state titles in a row and going into a situation where you have to kind of lead that offense and get, mm-hmm. you know what i mean like there's a little bit of expectations there and so kind of going to bc you kind of be the drafted guy your canadian quarterback how do you deal with those expectations well you don't you worry about the team you worry about being the best teammate and just working your butt off I think those are things that I've learned and I think those are that's why I'm going to bring that kind of mentality I want to bring to the Lions and and um and uh I think it's worked for me in the past and I'm hoping that it does it does again 
Absolutely. I mean, I was, I was literally just going to ask you how, like, what, what is the mentality you're going to bring to BC? Like, what are, how are you going to show that leadership in BC? But I think you just touched on it. You just kind of, kind of put your head down. You're going to work, show that you're, you're not consumed by the hype and that like, you really are a person who is team first and you're, you're all about working and, and winning. And so I think that's, that's going to go a long, a long way. Um, yeah. How do you feel about essentially playing with grown men? Like this is it, it yeah. is no longer it's no longer college. You're it's no longer that four or five year uh, age gap. Now these are grown men who have to put food on their tables. How how are you yeah. feeling about competing with that? Yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit of of a difference. I think it's going to be a little bit of a change. Um, when I was in junior college, I was I was eighteen. I just turned eighteen, and I was the oldest guy in my team. I think was twenty three. So mm-hmm. and he was an offensive lineman, and so that was a little bit odd to kind of be in a leadership position. But um, I'm. At the end of this month, I'll turn 22, and Mike Riley is 35. Yeah. Um, so, like, you know, playing with that. When I was at the NFL, I was at the NFLPA Bowl um, this past year in January. So, uh, not this past year, but earlier this year in January. And uh, one of the things the NFLPA was talking to you about was like, look, at the NFL level, you go in and you are taking somebody else's job. Like, that's what you do. And that's just the grim reality of it: is that you yeah. have to go in there and you have to compete to take somebody else's job because. For you to make a team, you somebody else has to not. Yeah. And um, so that's a that's a reality I don't want to think about because <laughs> I think that if you think about it too much, then it's going to be like a little daunting. Um, but uh, yeah, it's going to take some u- getting used to. Um, but mm-hmm. I think for me, um, and I don't want to be too vocal about this, but I think for me, it's going to be one of those things where I'm just going to have to fake it until I make it, have some confidence in myself and just kind of exude a certain persona on the field um to my teammates um and so i really start believing that i can be that guy and maybe it doesn't come right away i don't expect it to um but um ha- you have to be if you're gonna people are gonna believe in you and stuff like that so um yeah it's gonna that's gonna be that's gonna be the biggest change i think for going to from the collegiate level to the professional level and i'm a younger mm-hmm. guy anyways you know i think uh joe burrow got drafted i think he's 23 to maybe 24 and yeah. so i'm a younger guy coming out anyways so um We'll see what happens. I think that's going to be a little bit of a change, a little bit of a transition. <laughs> it, def- it definitely will be, man. It definitely will be. I could definitely think of a few defensive ends that is going to, they're going to want to, they want to come at you, but you know what? It's okay. Yeah. It's okay. You're going to go out. You're going to do what you, what you do, man. And I don't think you, I don't think you have to fake anything because you have been a, a leader since the day I've known you and the, the way, the way you carry yourself, you carry yourself with a, such a high standard and you you expect yourself to look that standard and you expect your teammates to look that standard so um i don't think any faking is going to go on because it's always already there it's already there you know and so i, I appreciate think, that of course man of I course I, I think it's i think it's just a matter of putting into practice and dealing with a different yeah. set of people and you know and um mm-hmm. And and just really showing that confidence in in your skill level and knowing that you're at the end of the day you're a rookie you will make mistakes but you will learn from those mistakes and you will grow and so I think you'll have uh, you know God willing I think you'll have a, a great career ahead of you and I think people are really going to respect what you bring to the table so it's it's going to be it's going to be awesome. I appreciate that. Yeah, course, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah. Um, okay, so you mentioned you mentioned briefly before that you you've seen God work in in your life. How how has mm-hmm. faith been a part of your journey? Yeah, it's um, well. First of all, it's so cool that we get to talk about this. I do some I do podcasts pretty uh, pretty regularly, but um, not it's not too often I get to talk about my faith, and it's obviously something that's really important to me, and it's only become more important to me in the last uh, well, it's been less than a year, really. 
Actually, it'll be it'll be about a year now. I had you know first couple of years of college, Ohio has some has a little bit of a reputation of being a party school, and you definitely get caught up in that, especially as, uh, you know with a uh, being a football player and having uh, being the starting quarterback. You have some there's some things that that people give you the, the benefit of the doubt a lot of the times, and so um, I, that definitely got away with me, and I definitely ventured into that lifestyle. But um, I was able to to uh, make some really good friends and to have and to make some really good mentors, people who would kind of, who kind of brought me aside and who uh, took me aside and was able to um, help me learn about what it's really like to really follow Jesus, truly follow Jesus um, in a way that, um, that was personal to me, not just what my family believed, what my parents believed, who I've always relied on for so many things, but really making my faith my own. And, um, and so I, I learned some really hard lessons in the last, it was about a year ago, getting through some old relationships some relationships that were kind of bringing me down, anchoring me down, taking me away from my faith and, um, and, uh, some things that I've had to really struggle with. But once I was able to, to, uh, give my life to, to God and to, to really commit myself, recommit myself to a relationship with Jesus, I was able to take all the pressure of playing and performing at a level to other, to everyone else's expectations and realize that God enjoys watching us play and enjoys watching us doing something that he gave us love mm-hmm. or love or passion to do. And he enjoys that. And, and that he's the only audience member that counts to, you know, yeah, really counts audience to play one. for. Audience of one. And so um, that was a really cool concept for me to apply every single year. And then we didn't have the year that I wanted to have. I'll be very honest with you. I thought we were very mu- much better team than we, than a seven and six team. Um, we, lost, we lost some very close games, um, but the fact um, of the matter is, is that it's so much bigger than football. And mm-hmm. and I, it's been a, it's been a, a take, come a lot. It feels like I've come a long ways from since then. Um, but it was it was cool to kind of go into every single game with a different perspective. I really relied on a lot of people for during that time, and I was baptized in September, so I wish I had never done, which was really awesome. And and yeah, just it's changed my perspective on how you know things and how things are during training sessions. Kind of going with a mindset of not doing it for me, but giving full effort to to um, just the person that the creator of me and who's given me such a great passion for all these things, and to not work for other for other people's standards for my for myself, and and just it's re-given me the 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 um, the the passion for the game the, the fact that it's just a game it's a game that i i love since i was a kid and, and that's all it is and to not make more of it more than of, of a game than, than what it really is if that makes sense and so that's that's what's really fun it's put the pat the love of the game back into it and uh and i'm really really happy for that and and uh and uh, it's been a struggle i've had my ups and downs and it's been i think it's been more difficult but i've but it's been but every single day is uh is is good knowing that you know i have there's a greater thing. There's a greater purpose of what I'm doing. And, and uh, it's been cool to be, you know, be back home with my parents for that reason to kind of just be with them and, and to, to kind of walk through this journey with them as well. Yeah. I'm hoping for this next chapter, I'm just, I'm just really anxious to see where God leads me into this journey, this next chapter of my life as well. Man, it's, it's, it's so beautiful to hear you talk about that. Cause I, I, I hear a lot of my story in, in your story, it's, you know, going, going to university and, 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 kind of getting into that whole party scene and and mm-hmm. kind of like claiming Christ but not living not living yeah. Christ you know and so it's it's mm-hmm. uh it's definitely it's definitely 
something to say that when, when God pulls you away and he puts people in your life to really show you his love and that he continues to chase us. He continues to mm-hmm. seek what's best for us. Even though we may, not, we may not be looking for it. He's like, you know what? You know, you do what you do, what you want to do, but I, I'm still coming. I'm still coming yeah. after you. And when, when you're ready, I'm here for you. And so yeah. um, I know it got to a point for me where, I was hurt, I was, I was injured, I wasn't playing, I was on academic probation, and then God put people in my life, and then I started going to Athens in Action, shout out Athens in Action, they're a great group. If you're, if you're mm-hmm. in university anywhere, look up Athens in Action, I promise you will change your life. Anyway, quick plug. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, that, that, so people were put in my life, and I started going to Athens in Action, and I learned about my identity in Christ, and that really set me free from, from a lot of expectations from a lot of of, of weight that was, that was holding me down um I, at a point i i didn't know anything except football i just thought i was mm-hmm. football i thought i was the next great thing to happen to to the canadian game i thought i was gonna go pro yada 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 and then i get hurt and school school happens and i don't i just doesn't happen so it mm-hmm. kind of everything kind of like went out the window and then God, God brought me back. Like when I was at my lowest, God's like, you know what? I got you. I've, I've been waiting for you, waiting for this point where you are finally mm-hmm. able to to allow me to to walk with you. And so mm-hmm. I, it's definitely a beautiful thing to see when God pulls us through probably the yeah. darkest times of our lives, you know. And so mm-hmm. I'm really happy that that you have found your faith for yourself as well because that makes it even stronger, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think it's so cool to hear your story as well. I. Uh, I have, I'm, I, we, it's so cool. I didn't know that there was athletes in action in Canada. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. There, cause I know, cause that's where I was. I, that's where I went to as well. Athletes in action, the, the way that they cater kind of the, the, uh, the message and overall feel for athletes. And, cause it is a different lifestyle as being a mm-hmm. student athlete than it is being just a regular student. And um, uh, yeah, I just met some really cool people through there. Um, and what I found was that when I'm, when I, um, when I just let, when I just follow what God's leading, where God's leading me, I'm not doing things the way that I want to do it. He can do things more through me that are way crazier than what I could have imagined. I was able to, this past year, this past fall, I was able to uh, start an athlete in action in um, the high school, the local high school in Athens high. And I was able to lead that, which was just so crazy. And um, then I was able to, I spoke at AIA. I was a speaker at that time, which was really awesome they would kind of go deeper into my story, my testimony. And then uh, at the Idaho Potato Bowl, we, we had the, um, uh, what was it called? The Fellowship of Christian Athletes, the FCA breakfast yeah, FCA, in Idaho. Yeah. And uh, I was, I, I did it, I spoke there as well. And, and uh, which, um, you know, I, I've come, been comfortable public speaking before, but sometimes about your faith, it can get, you can get, get pretty anxious about things. And, uh, but it was so cool to kind of how, you know, God speaks through me and, and uh, to, seemed like larger and larger groups of people and so um which is daunting and stuff like that but it was so cool to just kind of see kind of look back after the season was done so, wow you we went, didn't have the season we wanted on the field but off the field we have done way cooler things and yeah. um and so yeah it's awesome to that, that that's happening and um yeah it's, that's so cool i'm going to talk to you because i have a good relationship with the leader uh, mark heflin and uh he's the uh the head of ai at, at athens in athens and i have to tell him that that there's a they have it in toronto or that was you right you're at ut right yeah i was at, I was at ut actually AI is big all over canada 
Is it really? All over Canada. Yeah. I had no idea. That's so crazy. Yeah. I had yeah. no idea. You guys yeah. go any like on like any trips and stuff like that, mission trips and stuff? Uh, yeah, so they they do they do a lot of we call, they call them tours. So like they go they'll like go like sports specific tours and go around go around the world and do different things. I know okay. one. I know a basketball group went to Germany. I know a soccer group went to a couple countries in Africa. I know they they travel literally all over the world and to, to do mission trips. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really cool. Um, one of my best friends, Orion Edwards, he was working with another one of my mentors in Seattle at at UW. Um, um, mm-hmm. and he was, uh, he was working with AIA there and then they went to Jamaica to do a mission trip there. I'm like, yo, you guys are, you guys are doing such great work and it's really, really yeah. cool to see. So it's, That's yeah, awesome. no, AIA really, really changed my life. I remember yeah. walking on campus my first year at, at the University of Toronto and I was wearing a University of Toronto football shirt and a guy stops me like, Hey, you a football player? I'm like, I'm like yeah. He's like, yeah, you should come to Athens in action. This is what we do, yada, yada, yada. And my first year, I was all like, yeah, I'm, I'm a Christian. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I didn't go once. Didn't, did not go right. once. until. And then the following year, when my now wife, Brenda, and her friends were going to were going to Athens in action, I started going. And they're like, hey, we remember you from last year. I was like, yeah, I'm you know, excited to come this year. So why not? And then it just it just went from there, you know, it's, it's been incredible. Mm-hmm. I know going, I know going into it, like, I really wanted to, going into university, I really wanted to be, to, to change lives, to change lives with my play on the field. Then God mm-hmm. said, nope, it not, won't be with your play on the field. It will be with your influence, but won't be with your play on the field. And so after they got hurt, uh, after they got hurt, University of Toronto asked me to be, to be their MC for football and basketball games. So I started emceeing that. And because I did well at it, even, even though I hate public speaking, I did well. And, <laughs> and I truly hate public speaking, but they gave me a mic in front of like a thousand fans. I was like, um, okay, here we go. And so I started, started doing that. Um, and then I started doing more like speaking. Athens and Action asked me to speak a couple of times at a few of their events. And um, mm-hmm. I, was, I was a guest speaker a couple of times during our meetings. And uh, we had a flag uh, at Toronto Argonauts and Athens in Action flag football tournaments, uh, which coincided with their faith night. I spoke at the flag football tournament in front of in front of a ton of a ton of kids, and the, I've just been called more and more and more to speak at different events in front of in front of different people and give my testimony. And it's been last night I was asked by the pastor at our church here in Surrey to talk to the youth never met any of the youth but they he's like hey you want to give a testimony to, to, to these kids i'm like sure why not i mean uh, i don't like so public cool, speaking man. but but god's like i'm gonna give you every avenue to, to talk and here you go like i've i remember growing up it's i have gotten prophecies from people saying you're gonna speak in in, in front of thousands of kids you're gonna change all these kids lives you're gonna do this you're gonna do that and i said oh uh-huh speak in front of people no not so happening god's like <laughs> that's how i'm using you that's so i'm like all right me. you know and so i'm like all right i mean if moses can do it with a stutter and and all that why can't i you know so i'm like right, right. Do, what you, do what you do i'm here use me and, and so it's honestly i'm excited for what god's gonna do with you at that level you know and so yeah. I, i'm in for you i'm gonna keep praying for you it's it's gonna be awesome man thanks man likewise yeah you well you beat me to the punch i i it took me uh until my senior year to actually get involved with AIA. that's how that's how distance I was from, 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 from the Lord. But, you know, it's funny, like just, I mean, 
I, your situation is so unique because one of the most like critical hits to an athlete's life is injury. Yeah. And I've seen so many people who have struggled with that, who even who are huge Christians, I would say, that are or further along on their journey than me who have just struggled with that, uh, of wrestling with their identity. And the fact that you are someone who has gone through that, um, I think will, is, is so beneficial and will be so beneficial to so many kids because that's something that is very difficult to go through. I went, I went through and I tore my shoulder just like Curtis did mm-hmm. and I had surgery. And um, I didn't have, at that point, I didn't have a very strong relationship with Jesus. And I know that going through it again, I think I would have dealt with it a lot differently, but I didn't and it was very difficult. Um, so that's so cool, man. You have such a cool story. I know they got I appreciate it, man. Do some really it. cool things in your life. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. And honestly, like, I remember, I remember thinking that, oh, when, when I go pro, I'm going to do all these different things and with, with the platform I have. And honestly, because even though I didn't go pro, this is like beyond the game is that platform. It's like you said earlier, it's so much bigger than, mm-hmm. it's so much mm-hmm. bigger than sports. Like what is the impact you're going to have? And and mm-hmm. and the impact that Beyond the Game has, I I'm so I love it. I want to keep growing it, and I'm so excited for you to have the impact that you, that you will have in BC. I know there. I know this 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 province is starving for for football. It's it's here, and it, I just want it to grow. I want it to grow so badly, yeah. man. <laughs> you know, and so it's awesome. Is that where you're living wait. at right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We you're, live in, you're we in, live in Surrey? Surrey. We're in Surrey. Okay, that's where yeah. I'm going to be living at. Yeah, man. Like, hey, like I said, whenever you're out here, <laughs> hit me up. I'm That's here. That's wild, man. That's so hey. wild. How, how, how are you liking it right now? Honestly, it's it's beautiful. I it does this past weekend. This past week has been sunshine and and yeah, like light breeze and and it's been it's been so nice. But I mean, I I've, I've heard it's gonna rain for like a week. But you know what? I will take the rain over the snow any day. It is apparently it hailed in in it Oakville the other day. Today it snowed today. That is stupid. It's 27 degrees and warm today. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know if we want to talk about that anymore. <laughs> and you and you also got married recently, right? I got married recently. Yeah, I got so married. Is it weird recently. saying? Isn't it re- weird saying like wife now? It's it's definitely it's definitely a, a diff, uh, something to get used to. But honestly, yeah. I love it. I, I I love it because this is the woman that so cool. that saved my life. You know what I mean? Like she, like she because of her, I started going to actors in action more. Because of her, oh, really? I I kept I kept I kept there. I, I was there, and we've been we dated for five years to the day we got married, and it's yeah. Honestly, she's a godsend. She's a godsend. So it's it's awesome. Yeah. That's so cool, man. Ah, oh, man, yeah. you got such a cool story. Hey, there's so much more. If you ever want to keep chatting about it, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Absolutely. We'll have, I think we'll have plenty of time when I get over there. Oh, absolutely. I'm looking for a place absolutely. right now. So that's cool. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. So I guess my, my next question is if you could sum up or if you could reflect on the journey that you've had um, mm-hmm. from, from Burlington Stampeders, shout out Stamps, to, uh, to Holy Trinity Titans, to Edgewood, to, uh, to your JUCO, to Ohio, what, what is a word or phrase that would, you would use to sum everything up? Yeah, for me, it's patience. It, it, it really is. Cause there were so many things that I wanted uh, to have happen at a certain time. Like I wanted to be able to be recruited out of Canada. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to come right from Canada, continue to go to, to HT and be recruited that way. Uh, I wanted to, out of high school, go to Division One. 
when I went down to Alabama, I wanted to do that. And then obviously I didn't. And then when uh, you know, I had to wait another semester to go to be at that place. And then right now out of Ohio, oh, well, I should go back a little bit. When I was at Ohio, I wanted to be the starter right away, but I had to wait a little bit for that as well. And then coming out of, out of college, the last couple of months, I've had to be patient with, obviously everyone's had to be patient with COVID-19, yeah. but my dream of playing in the NFL has had to kind of been postponed as well. And the things that I, you know, I wanted to be able to be signed and be on the team right now and be happy and go lucky about that. But that just hasn't been the way that things have worked out. That's been the plan. And so I've never been a patient person. I've always been very impatient. <laughs> I want things to happen at a yeah. certain time, at a certain pace. And that I've had to, I'm still not good at it, but I've had to learn. I've had to really learn about what it means to do that and kind of to, to understand that God's ways are higher than ours and there's a great understanding of things. I went to junior college. I was able to develop a much better, I think, maybe not a better, but a different uh, mentality, a different work ethic. When you go to JUCO, you have to work hard and you have to be focused to be able to survive, to be able to move on to the next level. And that's a great mentality to learn and a great mentality to bring to the next thing. And going to junior college, I didn't have to redshirt. I played, I was a four, I, I played four four seasons in a row I didn't have to redshirt I didn't have to wait behind anybody and I know that that would have been more patience for me that I would have not dealt with well and so there's so many things that I look back and go wow you know so many things when I was in Alabama I had different relationships that I had to work through that I learned from that experience I think I learned a lot about my family members how to know them a lot better grew deeper in their relationships with them and and so many things I look back on and I say, well, that happened for a very specific reason. Yeah. And without it, I don't think I would be the person I am today. So um, patience and just believing that everything is going to work out the way that it should. And, and uh, there's a reason for everything. I, I believe, I believe, I've always believed that, but I believe it now more than ever. Absolutely, man. That is that is definitely a word right there. Patience is a virtue. Patience is something we all struggle with. But definitely something to to work on for for each of us if there is uh, what advice would you give to the a younger you a younger a younger canadian quarterback a younger canadian athletes people who want to get to the next level what advice would you give to them well i think that the, the advice that i would give to to myself would might be a little bit different than i give to somebody else um i think that i know I know what I was missing out with not being someone who was living through through faith. Um, and obviously I think that's important for everyone, but I think everyone is different on their journey and whatnot. And, um, but I think in terms of being a Canadian athlete, trying to get where they want to be, um, I think you have to understand that first of all, you are a Canadian athlete. And especially if you're playing an American sport like football and you want to play there, you're competing against so many different people and that are getting more than you are getting in terms of chances, opportunities, training facilities, workout plans, you're there just out that this the way everything's structured um, is so much more sophisticated in the States. And so unless you're, if you're still in Canada, unless you're in the States, you have to work harder than the entire country plus everyone in Canada who wants to get it, who's in the exact same position. So just understand that. And hopefully that fuels you to be able to work harder or at least motivate you to get to a different position and go down to the States. Um, you know, whatever it might be, whatever that looks like for you, but I think having that mentality first um, and having that perspective, I think can change the way that you look at things. Um, I, I think that for me talking to myself, I think that understanding how important it is to not, to, to not focus as much on football and just more on 
faith and what the reasons that you're going through here have that have grant you know i just one of the things that i always pray about is, is grant me the perspective of of what the bigger picture is not yeah. just the little things that i decide to focus on uh you know god made me a detailed orient oriented person but sometimes that's not always the greatest thing it's sometimes it's better to be a bigger picture person um and so those kind of things and and there's a lot of things that you know that i would say to myself that are not, is not really youth you know worth it a lot of mm-hmm. things aren't really worth it to go pursue. These things aren't really worth it. Just go and just keep pursuing the things that are righteous and and uh, and not of this world. And so I don't know. I've I've got a lot. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of things that I could say, but those are the two things yeah. that jumped out to me. I think that we're still at a disadvantage as Canadian athletes. Um, and but every single Canadian athlete that has had success has worked harder than exactly. every American athlete and Canadian athlete. And uh, they work through that disadvantage. Mm-hmm. That's that's incredible, man. That's it. It really goes to show the the love for the game, the, the love for your for your process to get to where you got to. And I hope people listen now can can appreciate the work that it takes to to get to a level where they want to go. They have to work hard, like incredibly, incredibly hard, and they want to reach that level. And so pressure either bursts pipes or makes diamonds. Let's, let's hope people yeah. are diamonds out of this because it's, I really want to see people achieve a level of greatness that they never thought that they can get to. And so this, I think your story is definitely going to motivate people. I know your advice is going to help someone, help someone get to, get to where they got to go. And I know that your journey in the CFL or where, wherever God takes you next is going to be an incredible one. I can't wait to, to watch that, to watch you through that, man. Oh, I appreciate that, man. That means a lot. Of course. Of course. Um, that, that's all we have for today, man. That's all we have for today. Do you have a last word for the people in the audience? Uh, I don't know, man. I think we've touched about everything. I, I know, I know that I will be, we, we will be touching base soon in person whenever I get out there. So Absolutely, uh, I look, I'm looking forward to that. Yes, sir. Always love, bro. Always love. Um, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for today's episode of Beyond the Game, the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Don't be afraid to hit us up. We love questions. We love comments. <laughs> we, love, we love all your concerns. We love to talk to people. Um, be about faith, football, food, family, whatever, whatever it may be. Let's, let's, let's chat. We're here for you. Nathan, thank you so much. Audience, thank you so much. We love you. Peace.